0: Time. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And I'm joined by not one, but two other people in the podcast studio today. First off, we have my wonderful co-host. Saul Thompson. You can find me on
1: Instagram at Saul Thompson. We got a guest up today, John. It's we it's do. Thursday. You know what's happening. Yeah. You, we already know what's going on. We uh, will we, we'll be up front here. Listen, I mm-hmm. believe in being transparent. Mm-hmm. We had a guest. They've just dropped a collection. So if you want uh, a hint, there's your hint, right? Um, they are... I think a little bit behind on orders They're having a little bit of trouble, you know, figuring stuff out. So they respectfully were like, Hey, don't think I can do today. Um, And then on Tuesday, they were like, can't do today either. Sorry. We'll just have to delay this later in the road. So John and I obviously panic. Um, We're back to like season one of, of pair of Kings where
0: we're messaging people like day before, like help. Like who can we invite? That's all who you tap on. When you panic, you tap on the homies. I don't tap on John. I tap, out here comes this
1: beautiful man
0: he's sporting a mullet
1: strong-ass jawline i'm guessing he's like six eight right like he's got somewhere around there just by the way he carries himself he he kicks in the door metaphorically Mm -hmm. of our dms he says you know what boys i got you i will help you in your time of need sharp exactly he descends from the what's the heavens of like the third floor of dover street market in the elevator arms spread It's like he saved us he is he is risen is that sacrilegious? I don't know. Anyway, joining us this week is none other than Daniel. I don't want to give his last name for fear of... I, I, nah, you don't no, need to do No that. doxing. Don't no. need to do, do that. Do you guys even
2: know my last name? It's, it's on, the it on the screen right now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Keep it anonymous. Yeah. Yes. I don't want anybody knowing my name. I don't want anyone knowing anything about my personal life. But uh, yeah, what's up, guys? How's it going?
0: How's it Man, going, King? History welcome back to the podcast we we half interviewed you in the john flip episode but Mm -hmm. of course being the wonderful person that you are we had to get you back for a solo encounter with the podcast
1: i will say this is something that we were planning this wasn't like yes this
0: is actually something that we were planning. yes um did i did kind of feel like
2: a second choice to be honest you know day before request no no preparation you guys didn't even send me any questions
1: we're super. You're absolutely right. Over we here. didn't do yeah, this we, for um, a year. yeah.
0: Yeah. We we should be doing this as a career, as as I'm sure you can tell. But Daniel, how are you?
2: I'm doing all right. I've got you guys scheduled in between lectures. I'm right in the middle of my workday. But uh nice. oh, yeah, I just finished um finished a quantum mechanics class. I'm hanging oh, out.
1: Something something light. Yeah. There you go. You a know. little light quantum
2: mechanics on a Wednesday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I too, you know, sometimes when I'm feeling bored, we'll just tap in, you know, uh, quantum yeah. mechanics nuclear yeah, I thought nuclear eight times physics. 12
0: equaled 60 on the podcast earlier this week so <laughs> I I can relate um no, that sounds about right I haven't even
2: touched a number in like I think it's probably been over a year I haven't but touched touched a, a n-
1: woman all my life oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask so are you are you guys fucking like pandemic time you know it's probably been a little you know a little difficult getting uh, I have a
1: girlfriend uh, I haven't you, seen, seen a friend in a three girlfriend. months yeah
0: really John I've been like pure isolation that's pretty cool. I'm going you, insane. You're living with your parents. I am, yes. But you're not sneaking around. You're not doing any no, not, nothing like not that. A, you know, that's gotta, a king. Got to put there. the family first. I don't want to get anyone sick. Um, truly, truly. But possible, potential chance. I move out to Chicago this summer. In the works with a job interview. Would be cool oh are you serious we can hang out in real life we can hang out irl daniel yo irl no way.
2: IRL hangout. that's crazy Man. all right i, I would let like me that propose,
1: a lot. F- fuck a normal intro let me propose this you two meet up you link daniel you're planning like you're, you're showing him the sites john i know you've been to chicago but i'm saying daniel's living there right what yes. are you guys i'm gonna doing? take you, the, i'm gonna take like you to the intent? bean i'm
2: gonna take you to the fucking bean there's nothing the there's nothing outfit. better i'm gonna take you to the bean we're gonna go uh yeah, we're gonna go look at it and we're gonna look at that fountain with a face at it. That's yep. Chicago. And
0: then you yeah, then you're done.
2: Absolutely. Then you can then you can move on.
0: Yeah. Then I move somewhere else and we're good. And I thank Daniel for showing me around and then we're we're all set.
2: We're gonna get a fit <clears throat> take in front of the bean.
0: Huge. Huge. Can you
1: caption it off a of bean?
2: <laughs> off a
1: of bean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there was one of those silly uh, Facebook um sort of like Facebook events. It's similar, like same vein of storming Area 51, but something about rolling the bean into the lake, and I thought that was I thought that was really great. I don't really even know how I feel about the bean, but it'd be pretty neat if it was, you know, rolled into the lake. Yeah,
0: yeah. big bean talk. It could. I'm right across Season the lake four. in Michigan, so it could. Speaking float, of float beans,
2: speaking of beans, let's
0: hear it. Bean talk.
2: Concord. So, <laughs> somebody fucked us in the john court somebody uh somebody tagged everybody and i think it was i don't know if it was on purpose it, was, it seemed like to be like an it innocuous was very, post I think about it was a, re- a really friendly post and it notified like all 700 people that are in that server oh my god it's a real shit show what are you guys' coffee preferences you guys uh, coffee am,
1: drinkers i'm a dark roast man uh I don't know. My grandmother always makes, she has like this super old coffee maker, shout out to Mimi, my grandma, but I'm convinced that the thing is like, it's like a leftover jet engine and what it just spits out is jet fuel. Like no matter what you put in, doesn't matter the amount of water, like anything like that, it comes out like thick and it tastes like, I mean, it tastes like strong coffee, but I, you know, you drink that enough and it's like, all right, I guess this is what I'm used to now. (laughs)
0: I just missed like the last minute of conversation because my headphones died, but I heard nice. the, the part about oil and coffee and stuff, so that's good. Yeah. John, We're do you have a coffee f- preference? I'm not a big coffee drinker. My coffee preference is tea. You drink tea? I do drink tea. What kind of tea? Black
2: tea? Green tea?
0: Thai tea is a go-to. Oh, that's good. That's good for sure. Those herbs and spices. I'm not, a, I'm not really a
2: beverage drinker. I think beverages in general are overrated. You gang, you're
0: not a bevy man? No, you I'm i it in. with bevies.
2: I got the water. That's it. I just water got a big old that. mason jar of water. I'll probably try and get like two or three liters in every day. Two but, or three um, liters? Yeah, dude. I'm a big drinker. I did drink you know, a lot I of water. Did you in high school? I didn't. Well, sort of. No, I, I really didn't play sports in high
0: school. Because that sounds like athlete talk. Like, yeah, I did. I I, did, I, around I used to do MMA in high school. Oh, that's cool.
2: That's sick. Yeah. But um, did recently.
1: You, did you, okay, wait. So, real quick before we launch into fit check Daniel's wearing a tap out t-shirt did you wear like the neon tap out stuff to school
2: no I didn't do that in fact I wouldn't even wear like tap out gear or anything like that this shirt is a special exception um it's actually passed down through generations of other douchebags um all the way until it got to me so this shirt belonged to Nick Klein he was on the uh was on the ultimate fighter like 10 years ago I don't know Oh, wow. That's really going to hit for any of your listeners. And then he gave the shirt to my friend Teddy, who used to do Brazilian jiu-jitsu at my gym. And he wore it for another, like, four or five years. And then finally, I guess he didn't really give it it to me. I took it from his closet one day. Um, But it's been mine ever since. And, um, yeah, I love it so much. I don't have any other, like, sport gear. I'm not really into that stuff. But
1: Brotherhood of the traveling douchebag shirt.
2: exactly that's what's up
1: <laughs> the sequel
2: the other thing is so yeah i guess we could launch into the fit check i don't have anything really all well that impressive on for you guys today
0: take it away you dress up for this this is a fashion podcast and i didn't horribly most days so it's last okay. time
2: last time i was on your pod i was really fitted i had like yeah, a really were a lot of really nice stuff on today i've got uh levi's 560s black
1: nice.
2: um i've got this tap out shirt that i'm wearing And I think the the cornerstone of the fit is these socks. They've got a wolf on them. They're super thick, like wolf socks. They're like knit Russian socks. Midwestern winter socks. Exactly. Exactly. My house is cold as fuck right now.
0: There you go. And the mullet counts as a part of the fit. Absolutely. That's true.
2: That is very true. What about you guys? What are you sporting?
0: John, I have a pair,
1: no shoes because I'm not a heathen, a pair of adidas athletic socks i have a i don't even know what shirt i'm wearing uh i was sick last night or i feeling sick so i just threw on i've oh yeah
0: you just got second dose of vaccination.
1: yes sir straight into my my brain uh yo real quick
2: real quick how are you feeling about trains right now
1: trains huge yeah. i want the like transcontinental railroad so badly you like trains a lot did you like trains
2: before you got the vaccination yes all right keep going Okay. The was there a joke there? No, don't worry about it.
1: Okay. So anyway, uh, I have an old Celtics t-shirt. Um, it's Larry Birds. It's like faded and green, and I wear it to bed like most nights. It's awesome. Did you get that from back Yale... when you're on the team? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, me and Brian Scalabrini rode the bench and got a ring. Um let's see. I have a Yale golf like gray sweatshirt on. Um when, you I got, go to when I got was... Well, I was going to get recruited, so I, I bought this shirt, and then they fucked me, so I <laughs> was stupid. Um, yeah, and then I have a pair of you-must-create-green – uh they're not like cargos. I, I struggle to explain them every single time I, I wear them. I don't know. Pantals. They're like green pant, pants.
0: And your hat. Oh, and yes, my, my Gus's fried hat. chicken.
1: Oh, this is in – um, what's it called? This
0: is in Chicago.
2: Gus's Fried Chicken? Yeah. Uh, I've never been there. I go to the Heralds.
0: We'll go hang out there when I'm in to Chicago. That's a deal. All right. I'll follow up the fit check. I'm also wearing green pants, but I'm wearing the Stock 2021s, pair of, of Birkenstock Boston. Bostons, a uh, pair of Garecki pants from 18 East that are green, and a shirt, a sample T-shirt sent out to me by a very good friend, Mr. Young Def, uh, from his new brand, um as of right now it's called hedge fund with four underscores in between but it's essentially a wario babe tea it's like the oh i didn't know you got that that's sick that Able's rules logo with wario and i also got the matching hat Yo. Just insane <laughs> um ben's done like, a really good job with that tap in if you're listening go follow it's hedge underscore 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 fund because stuff's gonna be releasing soon um and I'm super hyped about it. Like quality is really good. And the dude who makes them is a cool guy. Yeah. I've thrown um, the hat on as well now for those of you listening. So my hair is ruined for the day, but it's okay. You look great. Thank yeah. you. Likewise. Danny, so, are you a fan of hats? Do you, no, do you let the mullet run, no. run free? I, okay. If I had I mean, hair
2: I like that, hat, I would no wear hats. Yeah, I feel like I'm actually, this is generally like I'm limited with my accessorizing just because I think uh, the haircut that I have right now is so obnoxious and like takes up so much space that like any accessory on top of it is just, it kind of looks like I'm peacocking or something like that, you know?
1: What's your and hats? of jewelry on men?
2: Um, Yeah, it's cool. I don't know. I, I wear rings sometimes. I've got a necklace. I'm, I'm very... Uh, I think it should kind of blend into the background. I don't really want to be thinking about um, a bunch of jewelry on my body, that kind of stuff. If it gets in the way of my my day to day life, uh, what about you guys?
0: I typically do a little necklace bracelet combo, but that's about it. I I can't stand uh, jewelry on me. I have really skinny hands and wrists,
1: and so anything I wear just makes me look like a wayfish. Like, you know, like I haven't eaten. You know, it's just jangling around loose. Just nasty so it's either i look like a victorian era child who's found his mother's jewelry or not wear it at all so I that's actually not him.
2: a not a bad look um yeah. you know the first option i will say i've been wearing this uh this necklace it's like a big um cha- a big uh link chain and yeah, uh
1: vvs VVSs in there
2: no VVSs. It's just gold. I've had it for like two years. I'm actually um, in, I'm, I'm converting. I'm converting to being Italian. Um, I've been working on it for a while. Seriously, I'm not, I'm serious. I've been, I've been thinking about, it. I've been watching the Sopranos. I've been, <laughs> I've been trying to immerse myself in Italian culture. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, I bought this necklace. I'm, I'm kind of growing a little bit more chest hair. Um, I just plucked it, but I had been growing out my unibrow Uh, I was really going for like the Chris Maltesanti look. I think by the end of the year, I should be inducted fully.
0: Wow. Good for you. This is
1: incredible. I'm trying to convert to being Italian.
2: I need to find a nice Italian wife uh, and then she can welcome me into her home. It's just like being Jewish, right? If the if the mother is Italian, then the children exactly. are 100% Italian. Yeah. And so yeah, I'll be able to raise my nice Italian babies.
1: Oh, my favorite TikToks are the ones from like the Jersey Italians who are like, this oh, is classic are, Italian cooking. And it's like, like bottled marinara meal. sauce and like <laughs> cut up ham that they're calling prosciutto. It's That's horrible.
2: It's so That's good. Like- it's like an entire group of people who that who have had their um, their culture like processed and sold back to them. <laughs> and then, oh my god! I've never seen those though. I've never seen a TikTok like that.
1: I'll send you when I find like when I get onto that area of TikTok again. I'll shoot it to you. DM. You're really so,
2: John. You're not fucking with TikTok as hard as soul I, is.
0: I am do you like, have a TikTok. Well, I do like just to browse it or whatever, and then I have the login obviously for Pair of Kings. Um, but I make one in a blue moon because I just, it, they don't come to me like, like still memes I can make. TikToks is a whole nother game for me.
2: Saul, your TikTok game is ridiculous, right now. Dude, I I
1: thankful. scroll through, I find sounds that I'm like, okay, I th- can think of something to do with that, and I make it Owens. in two seconds. None of my TikToks are like a, a labor of love. the The first one that I did, um, with the the blade thing that like was the first one that really blew up. Like, mm-hmm. I put a bunch. I
2: of love stuff that, of one. That. I re- that one. I I reposted that. That one was cool as hell.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Saul goes crazy on the TikToks. I make one in a very long amount of time. Would you say it's your
2: favorite form of social media, Saul?
0: No, I hate TikTok.
2: What What do you like? What social medias do you like? I
1: love Twitter. Twitter is actually fantastic. Twitter's an evil place. People are but going it's hilarious. crazy. Yeah, people just dunk like on each other habitually, yeah. and it's amazing. Twitter is
2: cool. Twitter is definitely the coolest one. What about you, John? You um, You also Twitter?
0: Yeah, probably Twitter. Instagram is a vortex of time consumption. Like, I'll, if I open up, I had to limit my Instagram time recently because, like. I'd get nothing done. What are your daily
2: Instagram Instagram times? How long uh, do you spend? On I,
0: I capped it today? at two hours between Instagram. Oh, Instagram.
2: damn, dude. I'm on Instagram like 40 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day.
1: Oh, at my peak when I was like really into it, like not even into it, but just in high school and you're bored and you don't have anything to do. My, my daily hours on Instagram were like 13 a day.
2: That's atrocious. I
0: know. See, I'm not is- proud of it. Yeah. Between IG and TikTok, I'm capped at two hours a day. That's not
2: terrible. That's really not that bad. And
0: then it cuts off. I really afterwards, so I have like no no reason to click on it. Also, which is good. Good.
2: Instagram is the shittiest social media. I think I hate it the most. I think it's like probably the worst in terms of what it's done to the American psyche. Although TikTok mm-hmm. is running it up, right oh yeah, behind. they're
0: they're putting their their gloves on. They're ready to take <laughs> on.
1: I think it's so interesting how people still don't realize that like everything you see from any page that's like a quote unquote influencer that's above like 50k, even below that, is heavily photoshopped, processed, probably like run by a social media manager, right? Right. Like, I know meme so accounts that dumb. have
2: meme accounts that have social media managers that are at like twenty five thousand people. And that's what? like yeah, no, I'm not even joking. Wait, are you oh well yeah, but they, they have a guy they're going all
0: their socials. They they offered yeah, me know. that job. They offered us that job, they offered us 50, <laughs> well, they offered me a 50 bucks a <laughs> week. A month? A month. They, they offered me <laughs> that's so disrespectful. Split it with Saw, and then I was like, actually, never mind, we have our own podcast.
2: My God, I'm so happy yeah, for you guys that you didn't take that. Those yeah, were, for sure. They're nice
0: guys. They're very supportive of the pod, which
1: we appreciate. They're nice lot. guys, but that was the equivalent of like kicking me in the balls and having me tell them <laughs> so thank you. I
0: had to ask for you to be involved. They I know. offered
1: it to me. <laughs> they didn't know you. They should have. Hold on. My like, dog is crying. I'm going to tap out. You oh to continue gosh. the
0: combo. All right. Dan, Dude, I'm that's not nuts. About Saul, now. Um <laughs> Anything that's bad.
2: You need, I don't know. I mean, actually, yeah. Ask his girlfriend, right? I was going to say, I get you mixed up for a second. Saul's actually, you know, out there in the world.
0: It's mm-hmm. all the presentation. There. Does Saul's he, he goes into the office. Yeah. He, he has a job in an office. That's why he's vaccinated because he works at a hospital.
2: I've seen the, the cubicle station. It looks like from the movie office space, man.
0: Dog needed water. Saul copper really red hellish. stapler. So you can be from office space. That uh, that Eminent, Eminent desk place does to the more ground. for
1: us on TikTok than any other. Like,
0: yeah, you've probably mm-hmm. worked harder on TikTok's working there than you have on work. Don't tell my boss. Oh, I still have your boss listen to the work. pod. That's a that's an error. Nope. Okay, we're good. Um, okay, Daniel, we wrote up like twenty-five questions, twenty-four questions for you.
2: <laughs> we're never gonna get to all Some of them. Some of them
0: are pure memory some of them are real questions just ask the cool ones we'll ask we'll ask the cool ones because we've asked the basic ones before uh, i'm going to blast right into it what's your favorite quarantine purchase and what's your least favorite quarantine purchase
2: oh man okay um i'm pretty frugal you know i don't i don't really buy that much stuff anymore but i just bought this um helmet lang suit from like
1: 1999
2: Cool. Yeah. it's very boxy very nice fit um and it cost me 170 bucks. So I'm, that's a good that name. actually, that has yet to arrive. So that's in the mail. So it's going to be, um, I got it. Ah, fuck, I hate to say it. I bought it, it on Grailed. I bought it on a Grailed, man. I bought it on a Grailed. Don't tell Jay Sean. Uh, uh, the- Grailed is the Instagram of resale platforms. Grailed yeah. is such a fucking Grailed
0: piece of shit. I just sold a box <laughs> logo on there. Because John Flip, like there's no market for Supreme, I feel like. I listed it yeah. on John Flip. But
2: we're working on it. We're working on it. it. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I think. Um, yeah, I think so. That's that's probably the best one so far. And then I think my worst purchase.
0: I mean, you know what?
2: I'm proud to say I don't even have a worst purchase. I haven't bought anything shitty in quarantine. I've bought like four things and they've all been sick.
0: Only four things. That's very impressive. That's on really our, impressive. Our back and forth buying archival grails and going broke on a regular basis.
2: I hear you. I I think that, um, I, I I just recognize that fashion changes so quickly to me. It was quite jarring to watch the 2021 fashion shows just because nothing has happened this year. You know, like the only place that anyone's gotten a fit off is on Instagram or on social media. There's no, I I feel like in my head, at least there was this illusion that the fashion cycle continues and like people buy the clothes and then wear them down and you can really you move on to the next cycle after you've worn or like gotten the most use out of the the clothes that you bought from the previous year Mm -hmm. and it it literally didn't happen but they're still pumping them out
0: on it i'm sitting Uh, on my quarantine cops ready to go crazy with the yeah i think it's going to be the roaring 20s everyone's going to be wearing their nicest clothes all the time because we haven't been able to for the last year
2: yeah, I think maybe we'll see something like that. But so I figured, you know, when quarantine hit, I was just not really that interested in uh, in buying new stuff. The, the other thing is I work in a lab, so I mean, every day I'll, I'll throw on something nice usually when I go to work, and it's basically like screaming into the void. I remember listening to this episode with Etienne where he was talking about getting a fit off at the grocery store.
1: Yeah, um, it has to be the most interesting person in the grocery store.
2: Yeah, but listen, it's different because when you're on the second bottom floor basement of the engineering <laughs> building at Northwestern University, it's like, I see like four people all day. In my entire career, I've never once gotten a comment on my outfit, never.
1: Are you like positive or negative?
0: Not nothing. you remained Just, a true neutral.
2: I will walk into the office, you know, even before quarantine started, you know, I've got like all my coworkers generally sort of like um you know nice people but you know a little on the the mathy engineering side of of things and i'll wear like a you know like a ankle length coat some heeled boots and like a mink scarf and and people will just look at me and, and nod their head and be like hey good morning how's it going and i'll be like yeah this is this is insane
0: yeah would you I- want it differently would you want someone to be like yo bro like that's you gotta shit, start doing shit. the fashion boy pose in your morning meetings. like just
2: ah, yeah. yeah, just like flopped back. I don't I don't need recognition necessarily. Well, no, it's I nice. don't need I don't need admiration. but like recognize that your fit is sh- just terrible and mine is like really cool. That's all I need. That's all I need from you. It doesn't need to mean anything. Just like appreciate it. you know, take a second and then look me up and down and think about, the differences between us that's what really gets me is it'll be someone sitting there in their shitty ass new balances and like some dumb printed shirt you know that's the other thing is every now and then somebody will get a comment on their clothes you know someone's wearing like a you know like a pair of birds and like and like a i don't know like a, one of those like men's hyper fitted button ups with like a ton of little prints all over it and you know someone in passing will be like i like your shirt man I'd be like, man, this place sucks. This yeah, is no, did you
1: um, did you remember the keys, real quick? What do you mean? For all this gatekeeping, are you going to open it up at all? Or-
2: <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like, I can't gatekeep from the engineering world. From the- <laughs> 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 fuck off. I feel like I feel like I'm not even like shitting on anyone because they don't even care about their outfits. I'm just saying, I'd like a little more appreciation on the day to day.
0: That's mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. I understand. Maybe like that. some small gifts. Or like presents, things like that. Uh, a dowry, at least, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah yeah, two, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, you guys are speaking my language. Or like <laughs> right exemption from actually having to do any work. Yeah, like, you just kind of like if you recognize versus. that I'm I'm cute and I'm well dressed, and that <laughs> that even though I'm working in you know like the sciences, maybe I should be exempt from having to produce results. You're like <laughs> maybe a centerpiece a...
0: on a dining you, t- room you table. have the
1: goal of like every single dude in fashion, which is trophy husband, right?
0: i guess so that's my long-term goal yeah yeah i don't actually husband dude yeah
2: i don't i don't know that i i want to be married but but if i were to be married i think i'd like to be a trophy husband i think i'd like to be paraded around and kind of shown off
1: that'd be nice listen that's
0: the dream it seems like a
1: really nice life
0: yeah hey that's completely agree that's all i want (laughs) it would be so nice
1: (laughs) I guess we'll 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 throw the the order of the questions out the window and just yeah ask we're just going in. Come. What do you think is overrated in the fashion world right now?
2: Oh my god, I think merch, merch, okay. influencer brands, kind of like these. Uh, I don't know, like people hit like ten thousand followers on Instagram and drop some like crappy collab or like drop some sort of like I don't know, like it's some streetwear brand that they've come up with. I think When's that's super- the
0: CDG merch coming. Because for it those of you it's... who don't know, well, it'll yeah. be in the title of this episode. Daniel has a very popular fashion meme page.
1: I was going to oh, say, shit. we're we're going to hit 10K and maybe do shorts and
0: sweaters. Yeah, <laughs> that was the plan. So, we oh, no. will see you some, so you have to change your mind. And... No fucking way. I'm not going to wear that shit. <laughs> There's no way.
2: I'm. There. You guys are never going to see Come to Garcon's merch. Or if you do, it's going to be like... No, it's just not gonna happen. It's against you do, my own. Like
0: the bootleg like one Jordan ones, but do bootleg C D G Converse.
2: With the little That'd heart. I think I mean the thing is of all these fashion meme pages, I'm the most poised to make simple viable merch. All I have to do is take that logo of like the logo that I have for my page and, and the just heart put it. with
1: the Ahigao yeah. face?
2: Yeah, exactly. And just stick people that like a normal Yeah, people <laughs> would totally buy that, right? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I had somebody offer to, like, to do like to do like cut and sew pieces for me. There's a friend of mine in Los Angeles it was just like, "Yeah, I got this whole shop set up. We can hook it up. You know, like twenty bucks to make a shirt with like a custom sewn in little patch." The
0: patch, like the, the yeah. G- play tees.
2: No, oh I God. think I don't know. That would be like the most. <laughs> it would literally lose relevance in like probably six months. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
0: that's the fun part.
1: What's the worst merch that you've seen? Put somebody on blast
2: oh my god i
1: know you've Ah. seen something crappy
2: i don't even i know i'm not even really thinking i think all merch to me is shitty so i'm not even going to go into that but what really hurts is seeing people's brands um i don't want to like totally disrespect anybody but i i just feel like um instagram culture right now is like it rewards the algorithm right and so You know, there's there are these underlying rules that set um, set certain posts apart in terms of their engagement. A lot of the time, it's these like really polished, like sterile looks uh, um, at individual objects or or at humans. Um, So like big things that are popular right now, like you see a fucking Wassily chair everywhere. You know, I have Um, two. Yeah. Oh, in your house?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I thought they were fake. Uh, Okay. Yeah, they are. They're they're (laughs) knockoffs. Nobody who has a Wassily chair has a real one. Absolutely Uh, not
2: but listen you know you know what i'm talking about though right like you see that in the feed all the time it's like i don't know what you guys' feeds look like it's very no um, it's
1: like slightly beige right
0: like a little bit off white it's like the cream cream lace jordan gray jordan 185s that came out today
2: Uh, yeah and then also you see like i don't know like i've seen a lot of like the whole archive clothing movement really it's like just like tons of Pieces of clothing or like little snippets from one way sh- runway shows that are totally like divorced from their initial purpose or meaning. Um, you know, archive pages in general just kind of perpetuate this. It's just like tons of posts about old stuff that nobody has any real access to uh, unless you, you know, really do your research. But a lot of these pages aren't really tapping into like the research component of it. It's all visual. And uh, so actually hidden is,
1: New York has hidden dot research. He is. Right?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Socks <laughs> that
1: are not
0: white. They're
2: cream. And you know, I, I've heard this page archived has uh, you know, they actually, you know, they get people to write up these reports on, uh, yeah, on archive you have a really and, good relationship with them. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Best friends. (laughs) But so listen, what ends up happening is all this crap that ends up floating to the top of the feed. Um, people, people who have these popular Instagram pages, and I'm really, I really don't want to name any names, but like people will, people will come up with merch or come up with their own personal brand, um, based on things that kind of pop on the feed. Mm. Um, and that's just like even more divorced from their initial, um, initial function is you know like clothes from the 90s uh and I, I think that you lose a lot of the history there and then you're also lose a lot of the quality like you end up with people running these merch drops or running these um sort of like social media influenced brands that uh kind of came about after maybe they've actually been in that scene for a while or maybe they've been involved in um you know collecting some of these important clothes but uh the final product ends up you know really crappy like a shell of its of its initial self yeah. um i don't know i mean i re- i guess i will drop some names but like you you think about like marcel everett what is that garrett wilson's brand is that i think that's I his know, stuff top
1: of my
2: head i i don't remember exactly but it's like rip off avant-garde clothing it looks like somebody like walked into Darklands and uh like <laughs> took a peek around and like i guess copied some of the silhouettes and stuff like that um or like I don't know, man. Like Jacob Hetzer's brand, like all that stuff. It's like these shitty quality shoes. Like they're selling like writing sets and like snapback hats and stuff like that. There's just well, stupid- yeah.
1: I mean, why wouldn't you want the place that you're getting your writing set from to also sell snapbacks? Uh, <laughs>
2: <definitely. Of laughs> this course. is super cringe. Uh, this knife. This like I don't know. It's it's all like produced. I guess they probably have some sort of local production or whatever. But to me, it just seems like it, it's. You're taking your social media feed. You're taking your Instagram cloud, and you're kind of cranking out like a brand from that. And it never has, it never really holds up in terms of like the design vocabulary. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like I guess with Marcel Everett, you see this stupid little nail that he has everywhere. That's supposed to like ground the brand. That's supposed to be like the the staple piece. Like you look at his stuff, and you can recognize it because there are these certain certain little bits about it. Um, but you know, it, it's like, it's not like created by like a visionary designer, it's sort of like a copy of a copy of a copy of something. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really care that much about those individual brands, but I just will say it's just merch. Anyone who's an influencer decides to like create some clothes. It's
1: so what you're saying a- is as long as our stuff is good, it's Okay.
2: No, I, I just hate it in the, in the first place. I don't think we should
0: be paid. Okay. So as long as the it's motivators. good, it's fine. Okay, pair of Kings merch coming very soon. $300 retail. Uh, we promise uh, we're only making like 1% off the top. You know, Is it, are you going to donate all proceeds to... Uh, to Saul and I myself, yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, perfect.
0: Yeah. So we can write them off because yeah. it's donations to ourselves. Yeah. Um. But, hey, that... Uh, You know, you bring up some good points. Merch, nine times out of ten is pretty bad. Yeah. That's where Solomon I find ourselves in the 10%. Do you guys have any favorite favorite, uh,
2: favorite Instagram releases, favorite brands that people come up with? uh, I
0: think the craziest, it's not Instagram merch, it's YouTube merch per se. Um, The Sean Weatherspoon Air Max. Those would not have existed without the YouTube channel that they started about their shop. And now those go for like two grand. pretty serious yeah those those corduroy air max that's i mean if you boil it down that's youtube merch because sean weatherspoon got his fame off of his youtube channel and uh won the competition from nike because he had a bunch of people voting for him myself included i sold my pair that was beat to death for 800 dollars. shout out to whoever bought those from me (laughs) and um yeah now he's a scumbag yeah he's anti-vaxxer he's big anti-vax mode
2: I feel like he's always been a scumbag.
0: He used to seem cool for like a year.
2: I remember, I think it was Sean Watherspoon. There was that uh, long post he made about when his storefront got destroyed oh, during the BLM yeah. protests.
0: Oh my God. It was like
2: this long winded thing about how streetwear community used to mean something. And then his shop that he worked so hard to make got destroyed and he was really upset.
1: Well, his $200 single stitch t-shirt store that he bought for $3 is, is getting looted. Oh man. What a heartbreaker. That's rough.
0: Poor Sean. Oh dear. Um, So Daniel, obviously you are a meme page admin. Uh, We can't relate. We have a podcast page. We do not have a meme page. Uh, Would you say you have the best hair of any fashion meme page admin?
2: Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> I'm trying to like kind of think about my competition. Yeah, does anyone. Karsten's hair, it, it's chilling, but it really can't hold a candle to mine. Um, what about. Does anyone know what fuck Hobson looks like? I guess he quit anyway, so it doesn't I matter. I have no
0: idea. Um, you is have he still doing YouTube or is he wankers just. Wankers done, done. is buzzed. I don't
2: even know. Yeah, Wankers is buzzed. He, he, he looks good, but um, yeah. it's just like not because of his hair. I don't know what fuck hobson's up too i think he just like quit in general i don't think he's still making youtube videos
0: mm. damn he was seemed like a
2: nice guy he never really gave us a look at his personal life you know what i mean
0: yeah
1: i mean that's respectable i think yeah. that when you deal with hordes of kids who meme fashion you know or a quote-unquote like into this stuff kind of want it to be
0: separate from your personal life
1: mm.
2: oh yeah yeah i I'm wonder the- if i'm ever gonna get some blowback from that you know oh, yeah
0: yeah Sure. On the topic of keeping your personal life separate, uh, Daniel, what's your social?
2: <laughs> oh, man.
0: I'm not going to tell you. Why? All right. Well, we'll uh, get the random number generator going. We'll get it eventually.
1: <laughs> it's like that. Uh, What's the it's the story or no, it's not the story. It's the theory that if you give a monkey a typewriter, it'll eventually type out the complete works of William Shakespeare.
0: Yeah, they'll eventually yeah. get Daniel's social security number as well. And then they um, tried it and the monkey just broke the typewriter and then flung poop at everyone. Well, it takes millions of years, but in theory, yes, it's like the, uh, the the library monkey of theory. it's, uh, that's
2: important research. We should be funding this.
0: <laughs> should be. Yeah. Um, Daniel, being, being a Chicago man, there are a few shops around there, uh, but we'll, we'll expand it to Chicago and the internet as a whole. Where are some underrated places to find clothing? John Flip, obviously.
2: John Flip, I got to plug John Flip. John Flip is a big one. Um, I think it's next up. I think it's got a lot of work to do. Um, I think John Flip is something where I think if if people are excited about it and sort of an organic community forms around it, um, it could be a really good tool. You know, right now, I think a lot of complaints are that people aren't getting buys on the platform, which is an issue because it's a resale platform. Um, so far, I think it's found most of its success as like a more, um, you know, you know somebody, you wanna sell them something, you just use that to, to streamline the process. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that'll change when more users get on. Um, okay, I got a shout out. Um, this guy, Jeff Chang has a page called archive layer it's like an aggregator page from all of the, uh, archive clothing websites. And, you know, I'm not even a fan oh, yeah. of that stuff, but, um, yeah. So you go on his page and you can browse listings from, you know, silver league and hidden NY and whatever else you, you might have. So um, only
1: the quality stuff, nothing, nothing overpriced or anything of the sort. Right. Shush.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, all that, all that stuff is, is super overpriced. But yeah, it's a cool place to. Get, I don't know. I just gotta shout it out. I think it's a cool. Oh product. yeah,
1: I, I'm giving you unnecessary amounts of shit.
2: No, oh, it's alright. Keep
1: market. it up.
2: What else? Oh yeah. Um, this isn't really like a place to buy clothes, but some inspiration I've been pulling from. Maybe, are you familiar with Rachel Tushjen's, uh opulent tips? It's like a invite only newsletter every week. For is she
1: know. is she just the the woman behind Tashion? I don't.
2: No, 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 no.
1: Oh, you know what? It's
2: been my longtime nightmare to have to actually say her last name out loud. Tashin. Tashin?
1: Tach- T A S C H E N.
2: No, that's Tashin Fashion Magazines. She uh works at GQ. She does the uh, okay. Corporate okay. Lunch podcast. She's okay. the writer.
1: She there are other it. podcasts? Yeah, no, I'm not aware of that. There are
2: other podcasts. What? Have you guys never listened to Corporate Lunch?
1: No. no.
2: I didn't know oh, really I, I can't listen. I I think I don't. I'm not a really big fashion podcaster, but corporate lunch is pretty cool. I think it's um, I forget who it is. It's I've Rachel Fashion, it. Sam Hein. There's another guy.
0: We we have some people in the in the pod cord that are are fans as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely worth checking out.
0: Mm-hmm. On the topic of the podcast Discord, Daniel, we every every week. During these guest episodes, we, we allow people who are listening to join the Discord, but only if they provide a secret word or phrase to prove they've listened to an episode. What would you like the people to message the podcast account if they want to join the Pair of Kings Discord? You get to choose. Oh, my God. It's a lot of pressure. Um, all right.
2: It's going to be tap out.
1: Tap out
2: tap out
1: all right folks. bonus points if you send us a picture of a dude like a quintessential tap out guy
0: and those MMA even exist
2: player. anymore
1: yes they do one of my best friends in high school was one of them
2: do people who wear tap out actually do mma no i didn't think so either
0: They're just fans it's just yeah. fans People who wear man. football jerseys typically don't play football it's like stolen
2: that's valid. true That's true. it is stolen villain i don't know i feel like the the people who there's like mma fighters who are paid to wear tap out gear or at least were in like the mm-hmm. 2000s Whoa, and then there's mma fans it's sort of this parasitic uh brand that's allied itself to to a whole subculture um yeah i don't i don't even really know what they're it's kind of like um like ed hardy as well ed hardy is like picked just douchebags to align Alliance brand with. And all of a sudden it's co-opted the whole subculture.
0: Ed Hardy is the light version of Chrome.
2: (laughs) Oh, I've never heard that take before. (laughs) I like that one.
0: That's coming straight from the dome. Um, But folks, if you'd like to join what we like to call the happiest place in fashion, message us, tap out, and we will send you an invite. Daniel's in there and you can at him all the time and talk to him about whatever you want.
2: Please do not do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, keep adding him as many times as you'd like. He loves it.
2: Oh, fuck. You guys, you guys have a great discord. Got to We're give you very proud there. of it.
0: Everyone's so nice. And I'm also
2: sort of like, anti. I'm not anti-discord, but I feel like everybody wants to have a discord for their page. And yeah. a lot of the time you got to, you got to think about what you're actually offering the community. You know what yeah, I mean?
0: For sure. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't know. I like with Instagram. I think there's no, I talked about this last time I was on the pod, but there's no real community on Instagram.
1: Um, Can, uh, every time i see somebody try and start a like fashion meme page instagram uh discord i i'll like okay i'll check it out and then it's just one dude like spamming the n-word and then it gets shut down
2: wow i have not seen that <laughs> Without neither fail. have i who name names Who's who's discord doing this
1: saw? <laughs> uh overcover started one and then like <laughs> it got shut down within like three days because somebody's being racist
0: no um, my god yeah very proud of the pair of kings
1: podcast i think
2: people people got it fucked up because it's it's like you start a discord i guess you guys did it right you know you start the discord because you want to be able to interact with your in in your case i guess it's fan base but um
0: really listen to like you have to listen to get in
2: right yeah and and also i mean you can tell that people are really excited to like come on there and talk to you guys and interact with other people in the community um but most of the time you, you enter a Discord, like, I don't know, Shots Fired, the Archive Discord, that place is a piece of shit. The admins never, you know, post anything. There doesn't seem to be really any fostering of any sort of community there. It's just sort of like the occasional fashion gatekeeping post. And I guess they use it to, to pull people to do editorial work and stuff like that. But um I think that's how I see most of the, most discords that I end up joining. It's just kind of empty. It seems like a way to support a product rather than a way to really foster a community, um, yeah. Yeah. right? And it's like, I think people are a lot more comfortable these days having almost like a parasocial relationship with, um, with the pages that they're following. You know, They don't really wanna belong to a community necessarily either. Uh, it's more like a relationship between a, like a consumer and someone who's selling something. That's how I feel about influencers. That's how I feel about, you know, a lot of like smaller streetwear brands that people are creating. Um, People just want to consume and there's no real reason to have, you know, people talking about their common interest of consuming this stuff.
1: Very well said. I think it's also just a weird, like fashion itself is so inherently like narcissistic, right? Like to show Mm -hmm. off what you have, you need to post pictures of yourself, you want to look good, like whatever. And I think that it leads to a lot of people who are like like king of the narcissists almost right like how much money can I spend? How incredible can I make myself seem? and then everybody else who kind of wants to be narcissistic latches on um, and you know, I think that comes with like the abuse of power. I mean you see stuff like was it Alexander Wang like assaulting people and nobody spoke out just because he was powerful in the industry? Mm-hmm. Um, right
2: people want to be close to him, people want the clout associated with. spending time with him and
1: they do anything for clout clout. (laughs) yeah it's terrible but we've talked about a few things i guess how long have you been into fashion like how long has this been an interest for you i mean even like tangentially what started it off how did it start
2: oh man i'm kind of like a classic like internet fashion case Uh, you know like five years ago i was wearing gosha and shit um i just like I don't know. I'm from Wisconsin, so there's not really much fashion-related stuff there.
1: Do you have but a I... uh, a Manson in Wisconsin? Oh my!
0: God. All right, this has uh, been the Pair of uh, Kings podcast. No <laughs> T Pain left. Wait, hold on. Why are we doing T Pain? I don't
2: know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not even going to that. But, um, it's a Wednesday actually, morning. It is a Wednesday morning. I can't handle it. I haven't. That's I don't right, have any. That's right. That's right. That's right. But, um, okay, yeah, so I started off with, like, karma com And you guys, you remember that stuff?
0: I remember karma oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God.
2: God. Did you guys have a rep code? Did
0: you get me? Get I'm any play sick, on that? Like, Mickey Mouse, hands. Pete LRG. Trying.
2: Yeah, LRG, Crooks and Castles, Diamond. Supras, and Castles. Diamond Supply Co. Stop. I never wore Diamond Supply Co, but, you know, like, uh, all in that vein. It was really, really cringe.
0: It's the the gateway, though.
2: Yeah, it really was. Well, actually, not really. So I got into that for a while, and then I went to college in Portland. And uh-huh. I don't know. I kind of, like, gave up on dressing like anything. I just wore, like, gym clothes and stuff everywhere. But then I had a roommate who's really into Supreme. And, and you know, from there, it was just kind of, like, down the rabbit hole. Um, Did
1: you guys try and, like, bought together?
2: Yeah. No, we used to nice. buy, resale. Um, and then, yeah, I remember discovering – styles lightgeist forums and having my whole like world expand i just kind of scrolled through old threads for like weeks and weeks and weeks like 50 60 page threads on old designers and i think at that point i sort of realized i was interested in clothing kind of more than just uh some of like the more superficial stuff. And I got really excited about some of the communities that I found online afterwards. But like, if you look at my Instagram trajectory, it's like the fit pics I'm posting. I look like pretty much anybody else that's dressing now in 2021. It's sort of like started off with a little bit more hype and then moved on to something a little more sartorially um, accepted. And then now I'm, you know, like wearing Rick and Carol and stuff like that.
0: And a tap out shirt on a fashion. And party. tap
2: out, which is really, I don't know. This is probably Next my most up. prized I mixed the, possession. the
1: Carol Christian poll with the the tap out. <laughs> but that's yet to be done.
2: That is yet to be done.
1: Can you post a photo and just be like, see how mad you can make the CCP fans?
2: Yes, I think I, I should and, and can do right. that.
1: Rightfully so. There's some people who need to be memed on. Name names. No. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Name so. names the uh, the theme of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. those people on blast <laughs> podcast.
0: Um. I've been feeling
2: bad about saying bad stuff about those people I was talking about earlier. I will say, like <laughs> Garrett Wilson and like Jacob Hetzer, their style and like their Instagram presence is it's massive. It's really great. Like I really appreciate a lot of their stuff like a lot of their styling it's very simple a lot of the time but it's really really cool and that's i I don't want to like act like i'm above any of that i think they have done an amazing job of curating like a sort of like a social media presence and oh yeah Yeah. personal style yeah
1: oh no i think that you can be a fan of somebody's like style or or them as a person but you can not like something that somebody makes like there are a lot of people i like them personally they're in the art school with me and i hate the art that they make Name names. Uh, oh, God. No, I'm not. No, I'm not don't, do no, no. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm just joking. <laughs> <Classmate>. I'm <sorry. laughs>
2: do your classmates listen to this podcast?
1: No. Uh, there, there's a teacher named John Pilsen, who I think makes some of the worst work around. Uh, he did. No, I, I'm putting yet? him on blast. No, he's, he's one of the teachers, and he's really full of himself, and he's also kind of a dick. But he, for like an entire series of photos, and he got it exhibited at a museum, was – um, he just took scenes from The Shining and then like vaguely, like it wasn't even close sometimes, put like photos of Trump next to them. It was like, see, it's a dichotomy. And I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, That's this painful. Is it good? It's That's not so bad. Good. Dude, and any, it put in a any, art,
2: any Trump-related art, really any art made in the last four years that has been political has been 100% cringe
1: yeah, it's not based.
2: Except for Brad Trammell. Do you guys fuck with Bla- Brad, Brad Trammell? Brad Trammell's a
1: king. I want him on the, the podcast dude so the badly. He's so funny.
2: When he hit me with a follow back on my main page, that no. that was when I realized that I actually like enjoyed like being alive and like living my life. <laughs> like when I, when I got that follow back, I was like, dude, the fact that Brad Trammell is gonna occasionally see some of my my content, like that's enough for me. I'm happy i can die he's happy so
1: fucking funny he's
2: so funny he's the probably the funniest person making content right now
1: pull the strings get him on the pod
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know these guys oh man he's yeah, really
1: funny john he's like the the new age art critic who's like not jaded and is actually good at criticizing art and not i'll do jerry, a deep dive on it IG today. jerry gagosian jerry whatever He's got,
2: he's got really, like, his, his memes are powerful. I and mean, he, he understands oh, the power of the meme.
1: He spends so much time on them, too.
2: Yeah, that's actually lame. Spending time on memes is pretty cringe. No, but
0: I mean, if it, I'm in Pixar longer than a minute and a half, it's going to flop. Facts,
2: facts. Wait, what,
0: what do you use to make your memes? Pixar, baby. <laughs> on, the, on the iPhone.
2: That's the They little... got the, uh,
0: the, what is it, the impact text pre, preloaded? so recognizable. It's like, oh, yeah, this is a John meme.
1: They
2: know what you're here to do.
0: Yep. You know why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, just pop in, add it to uh, a template, bring it out. There you go.
1: Oh cool. Daniel, you based or cringe?
2: I think that I'm a healthy combination of both. It's okay.
0: important to be both. Yeah. You know, yeah.
2: here's
1: my I theory. Don't know. If you say if you say you're based, you're cringe. If you say you're cringe, it's base. But if you do both, you're a king. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Yeah. I think nobody's a hundred percent based. Um, I think cringe requires a little bit of, they both require a little bit of reflection. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't just like exist in a constant state of based or a constant state of cringe. Um, it's like a superposition state of the two of them.
1: (laughs) Is this what you're (laughs) learning in school? Like,
2: exactly. (laughs) Cringe superposition states.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, Let's look. Let's look forward to or look ahead to the end of quarantine. We're all out and about. Daniel and I are taking fit pics in front of the Big Bean. What are your fashion trend predictions for 2021?
2: Um, cargo pants. If those haven't been in yet, I think cargo pants are going to be huge this year. You fuck with cargos?
0: Oh yeah. Uh, sometimes I think the era of the the skinny pant is choking itself to death, quite literally. Um, but you know, wider legs, a lot of pockets, store your sandwich, your passport,
2: your sandwich and passport, whatever else you're going to put in there.
0: Listen, I I
2: also, I don't know. I think, I think that like true just like impractical opulence is going to be a big thing. I think you said something earlier. People are so like, I don't know, restrained right now. People are so unable to to express themselves. People are ready to flex. People have been, you know, taking their, um, Taking their unemployment checks, yeeting them into GameStop stock, losing about 75% of them, but they still have a little bit of a little bit of those gains. And that shit is gonna go right into big flex pieces that we're gonna see in 2021, 2022.
0: I think people are gonna be very well dressed post quarantine. I didn't say that. <laughs> well, in their minds, they're gonna be very well dressed. It's there not gonna go. be like there's gonna be a lot more thought put into it from I
2: mean hopefully we get something interesting. I think recently fashion has been very I don't know, it's gone the way of the major design label logo where it's sort of just become simplified. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of really, I don't know, like did you did you pay attention to any of the fashion of the inauguration? I hate that I'm bringing this up. I, it hate, like, I hated it horrible, the fashion horrible, of the inauguration. Horrible. It was so fucking ugly. It was all like super simple, you know, like big block color, like obviously good tailoring, but nothing really exciting.
1: And I, people mean, I, I will lost say, their if mind. Stuff about is tailored it. well, it looks good. But you just have mm-hmm. a bunch of frumpy politicians like distracting everybody from the fact that they're kind of shitty by being like, "Yo, look at this Dior pantsuit." <laughs> the
0: Dior <adorable laughs> ones.
2: No, oh yeah, that was that was hilarious. The that person, was who, that you know, the person put those on in the morning and was like, "This is going to be all over the internet." That's like a, right. an instance of de- virtualization there, because the yeah. Jordan One Dior that is that is a meme shoe.
0: Oh, big time! Oh, yeah. Right? I've never. And there like, were, there like, we saw it in real life. I don't. There see were
2: probably eighty-year-olds like who listened to CNN and MSNBC who <laughs> learned a lot about the Dior Jordan One from watching.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What are you no thoughts about,
2: Ella
1: M. I don't care
2: about Ella M. I think Ella M. I think it's very funny how much flack <laughs> Ella M. has gotten. I don't know, like, why people hate Ella M. off so much. Um,
1: They're literally just like, she said she was from Brooklyn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like a picture of Ella, and it's like, yeah, this person is going to report your Instagram post. And then the next meme is like, yeah, this person is going to come into your neighborhood and personally gentrify it. <laughs> yeah, it's really silly. It's Um, The worst fit, whose fit was the worst at the inauguration? I hear what you're saying saying earlier. It's like, it was so distracting. It was amazing to see. It was like two days before the media was focused on apparently an insurrection that was a threat to the democracy. And then, you know, like what, like 36 hours passed by. And then you've got major news sources talking about you know michelle obama's outfit gave me life today at the the inauguration or anything like that and they're talking about like the tailoring of these people's clothes and it's just like all i see is like a bunch of war criminals like hanging out together
1: i think it's really how the media will move from one thing to another so quickly but the second there's like some sort of panic that they can latch on to they just play that for so long like never mind an insurrection like they literally stormed the capitol building that got what two two days of airtime
0: yeah
2: (laughs) yeah absolutely and do you remember when we talked about um i think it was donald trump's russia allegations for like over a year it's like every day you tune into the news and that's what they're fucking talking about I blame people the 24-hour so news cycle.
1: Of, uh, ooh, wait, I want to hear this.
2: I blame okay. the 24-hour news cycle for like everything bad. I blame that for like school shootings. I blame that for like pretty much everything that's wrong with our current society. It's horrible. Well, yeah, it's like I mean,
1: it like encourages people to do these terrible things cuz it gets the airtime. It's because like, it I, I, rises
2: I, to the top in the feed, like in the in the in like in the algorithm. Like what gets airtime, it's like the most like heinous like sort of like dangerous risky behavior slash uh slash content and i guess like on instagram it ends up being the you know memes or, or or content that is you know like close to being bannable but maybe not quite you know that that kind of stuff like gets boosted up a lot but in real life it's shootings
1: do you think that they gave rise to people like supreme
0: patty
2: I love Supreme Patty. I really love <laughs> Supreme I Patty really, on the pod. I really like Supreme Patty. You have to get Supreme Patty on he's the pod. He's
0: actually all the time. third host.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Permanent Supreme week. Patty. <laughs> yeah, we start off every episode pouring lemons into our retinas.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, he's he's definitely a product of social media for sure. Okay. I don't know about 24-hour news. So.
0: I don't know if anyone's existing like Supreme Patty exists without Instagram. Yeah. If a
2: supreme patty exists on the feed but nobody's around to browse the feed. <laughs>
1: oh. It's like when you observe a particle and it changes its behavior.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, it's you, nothing like that, but
1: You see supreme patty walking around and suddenly he just starts squeezing lemons into his eyes and like throwing himself off of buildings. Oh my god,
2: cuz you collapse the wave function by observing him. Yeah, absolutely. That's how it works.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, so okay. Let's talk sustainability in fashion. Is it a trend? Is it just a buzzword? Is it sustainable? Is anyone doing own? it well? Yeah.
2: No, nah, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I have the expertise to, like, comment on if anyone's doing something well or not. Do we? Uh,
1: Carol, John it. and I are just two dudes <laughs> talking about fashion if people take us seriously. I certainly don't, dude. I'm pretty you tapped Never take out.
0: us seriously, Saul. That's the disclaimer. Nothing we say on this podcast should be taken seriously.
2: Yeah. Oh. Tomfoolery is usual. Business is planned.
1: other way around
2: but yes Uh, that's okay but but listen i guess with sustainability and fashion um the eco-conscious thing is a pure complete trend um
1: yeah
2: yeah and, and it's funny because i don't know i feel like fashion's main job is to take some Philosophy, or like some subculture, or some like driving force behind a, uh, a group of people, and and make it palatable to a, a large group of people. Sort of like processing. Um, in the case of sustainable fashion, it's like all of these buzzwords you hear about, like you know, ethically sourced uh, fabrics and fibers and whatnot, um, or low carbon emissions, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you take that, you make a collection with it, um, and people who. Like to ally themselves with those subcultures, will see that and want to represent that, you know, in their life. And you talked about that earlier. Like fashion is this very superficial thing. It doesn't mean it's silly, uh, but rather you end up you end up wearing clothes that differentiate you from somebody else. And so the type of person that's going to buy these eco conscious pieces of clothing, they are simultaneously trying to maybe make a good decision for sustainability, but they also you know, they want to differentiate themselves from people who aren't doing that. Um, The irony of this, of course, is you end up with whole collections being created that maybe wouldn't have been produced in the first place that are, you know, made with 5% recycled ocean fiber, but you still made an entire collection, right? You still produce this thing that that didn't necessarily need to be produced. Um, And so the eco-conscious trend is just like another uh, representation of you know, like people trying to distance themselves from others. And I think the real, the real changes that would impact um, waste in the world of fashion and the world of design, that kind of stuff is not going to happen on sort of like the individual choice level. Um, Influencers who are, you know, like, I don't know, like Avery Ginsburg, you know what I mean? Makes like pineapple leather shoes and other ego conscious um, stuff. It's like, it's still he you know he's he's like this beautiful face of Eco-conscious clothing, you know, this beautiful face of like low carbon emission, uh, you know, and like really wearing your clothes. But the kind of change that's actually going to do something good for the world of fashion, for the world of sustainability, is not going to happen on on the like influencer scale. You know, it's not going to be this top-down thing where you know all of a sudden people are going to be like, "Wow, we really respect this influencer's choice to use eco-conscious clothes." We're going to do that too. You know, it's going to wear off in two or three years. It probably already is irrelevant, um, and so all it really served as is a trend, you know, I think for sustainability, it's really gotta come bottom up, you know, like large organization against, you know, big fashion groups like caring or, you know, like LVMH and, you know, demand this kind of sustainability and product. Um, And also, you know, fast fashion brands, H&M, Zara, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not gonna change because somebody put on a a recycled fabric t-shirt. It's never, it's not how it's going to work. It's ridiculous to think that it would.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I actually saw a Twitter moment this morning that people are calling for a fashion czar for the Biden administration to like put a hole or put a clamp on companies who are just completely. It's going to be, it's going to be LM hub.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Who would it be? Who would you weird. pick as your
2: fashion czar?
1: I, I don't want United anybody States to have the title of fashion czar. <laughs> are you
0: kidding me. Saul and I will do it. We'll split fifty dollars a month. Like <laughs> like the throwing fits meme admins.
1: I'll take if if I can punch one member of the Biden administration, not not like in the face, just straighten like the ribs or something. It means once like a the year. liver. The liver. Yeah. I'll do, it, I'll do it for free for four years. I just get one punch a year on my member of choice.
0: Wow. Yeah. Alternative contract. It's like being paid in Bitcoin.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: I'm trying to get the John Flip guys to accept Bitcoin payments. Speaking of which, do you Josh. guys make any money? Do you guys make any money these last few weeks?
1: Uh, I've made a money on literally everything but GameStop. I had okay. a, a a stock called Microvision. That's How much up, like, money 70%. did you put in a GameStop? Uh about a thousand dollars no <laughs> what did you buy it at uh i bought it at 180 and i sold at 120
2: oh there are a lot of people who did a lot worse than you did
1: yeah yeah i'm worse. fine with that my uh my friend one of his buddies bought at four ten, i think and sold at 85
2: that's literally the worst possible that's the worst possible yeah yeah
1: no it's at 50 dollars right now there's still people Whoa. holding
2: Hold, hold. The short squeeze is coming, boys. <laughs> buy in. That fucking that fucking rules. I made, I made a lot of money off of crypto in the last month. Yeah, I did the month.
0: Doge thing. Doge coin? Um, I didn't I do Doge. I bought in during the, the GameStop stuff. I was like, people are going to, like, this is a meme stock. This is a meme crypto. I'm going to buy $100 worth of Doge. The next day, it went crazy. I bought in at 7 that's... tenths of a cent. <sighs> Not so, bad. Just 100 bucks worth. So I made like 500 and then sold. I sold it like around four cents though, so I could have made a lot more. But I feel bad. I was the one
1: telling John to sell, but I guess you can't no like
0: you know, hindsight's 2020. I am more than happy that I made money off of it. Like
2: that is so important. That is really so important, right? It's so easy to just think, you know, like, oh, I could have made more. You know, appreciate what you did.
1: Did you see what the uh, the US government or somebody was talking about how Elon Musk spent a uh, million and a half dollars on dogecoin to distract from the fact that he's like violating some civil rights or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god, I hate the I hate the reality that we live in.
1: I hate Elon Musk. He's terrible.
2: He is bad. He's sort of become like bad the dude. face of of Silicon Valley. Um he's really easy to hate. Have you seen his um custom Jordan 1s?
0: No? Oh yeah. The Tesla the ones? ones.
2: Yeah, dude, those things are so ugly. Very, like, just. Garish. I like how how wow, those <laughs> are are garish. I like how integrated he is into popular culture, just because, like, you know, he's like married to Grimes or something like that, and
0: CEO who plays Overwatch? Exactly. Have
2: you listened to his his? uh, He made a SoundCloud rap song a while back.
0: Oh, of course, he did. Yeah, man. Probably sold that before hundred before... Teslas? <laughs> 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 like, ripple effect. It probably uh. made him a lot of money. I'm about to
2: buy a Tesla with all my with all my crypto gains.
0: Hell yeah, they're accepting Jesus. Bitcoin now. Or they're just going to. Okay.
2: they are accepting Bitcoin now. I would never buy a Tesla. I'm a shitty car guy for life. I'm always driving beaters.
0: Respect. I saw my matching car cars. We have the yeah. same make, model and trim level.
2: Let me guess. Kia Soul 2004.
0: You got it fucked up if you think we're rocking anything but the uh the cube, but no yeah, we Nissan got... cubes for life. Are you. Ripping okay. Nissan
2: cubes, I have a friend Wish. who actually has you want to of put a
0: Hellcat in a Nissan cube?
2: Why not the other way around? Ooh,
0: Dodge Challenger that maxes out at 48 miles an hour, <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly, you pull up like... at a light to someone right next to someone, they hear you know.
0: Sounds like you a weed coming on, like just yeah. like a buzz.
2: <laughs>
0: So, are you turning up on pod right now? What are you drinking? No, these are spindrifts. Okay. Ugh. Season I'm three, you funky. were like, "Let's let's drink in pod."
1: That was fun. I It was an that experiment.
0: Decision. I had a good time. It was fun. Do you ever get too <laughs> fucked up on the pod? No, thankfully. Uh, throwing fits. All was teetering the line. I would have yeah. been nervous
2: drinking if I were on their podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, no, they definitely made me super
1: comfortable. Yeah, Larry's yeah. <laughs> saying that he would pod for ISIS within four minutes of the pod starting.
2: Would you pod for ISIS? No. Yeah, I can't that, say I would either. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. All right, we got to bring it back. We were talking about sustainability. We were we? We were for a little bit. Um, I saw really really um, – I guess it wasn't that interesting of an article, but it was, it was an article that brought up some interesting stuff. There's, you know, Karen group just bought into this resale platform goat. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember that. Yeah.
2: Like a huge, huge purchase. I think it was like a month ago or something like that. Um, And the article just talked about, you know, what does it mean that like these these retail giants are interested in resale? Uh, And I think it's important to recognize that resale has really turned into its own industry in a way like huge it's massive man i mean people are making tens of thousands of dollars off of resale clothing um but yeah i mean i think similar to the eco-conscious trend i think resale is also sort of a trend like we're going to see this manifest itself in uh you know like h&m distressed looks in a few years um i i think that's something that people should be very conscious of is sort of like what it looks like as these bigger companies are getting more involved uh, with resale. You know, even like classic community resale platforms, like for example, Grailed, um, that's not like the down to earth um, community hub that maybe it once was, right? I think the Grailed model sort of was born out of the style zeitgeist marketplace um, like a while back. And eventually... The resale function just totally supplanted like all other features of any sort of uh, platform that they may have held. You know, all those editorials are sort of uh, they're just, terrible. They're so bad. The you know, blank, blank bad.
1: of insert designer. The uh, the 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 lotion spin drift of helmet lang. Like, it's yeah, yeah, no. top <laughs> in between. Top did you guys see my action.
2: meme? My meme about that.
1: Yes. That
2: one's sick. You you should post that. Um, But yeah, like (laughs) I think, uh, yeah, they, they they're not like, um, Grail is not your friend. And like all of these companies, they're really, you know, they're doing the same thing. They always have. They're just kind of taking a little cut off the top, um, and making what they can (laughs) little 9% cut off the top. Um, but like, I feel like the demand for resale clothing, um, it's like, It's not necessarily that anybody, I mean, sure, there's going to be people who care about uh, taking care of the environment and whatnot, but it's also, you know, it's a place that you can get stuff that's like worn in a little bit, a little pre-distressed. People aren't distressing their clothing naturally in 2020, right? Uh, You know, like you could buy a, a Carhartt Detroit jacket and wear it for six months, and it would look pretty much the same as it did when you bought it. In fact, some of the people who are buying this stuff you know, like your average, um, you know, your average resale buyer could probably buy one of those Detroit jackets, wear it for six years. And it wouldn't look any different than it did when they purchased it. Like people are not having these lifestyles that end up wearing their clothing at all. Um, And it's weird because then you end up, you know, it's a strange relationship to have with your clothing because you end up buying stuff pre-distressed because it looks weird. Otherwise, you know, if you have like a pair of work pants on and, you know, like a you know, a nice work shirt. It looks really strange, but it looks right out of the box. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think there's like this cognitive dissonance between the wearer there. It's like, what do you think that clothing is for? Like, what is it meant to do? What kind of relationship are you supposed to have with that? And truly you're, you're supposed to wear it down. You're supposed to, you know, like add your own personal twist to it by, you know like wearing it every day and seeing what happens to it. Um, and that's not something I think that happens naturally for most people.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I I doubt that any single person on Grailed is going, I'm going to get all my clothes from Grailed because I care about the environment. I don't yeah. think that that's the thought process of a single person on Grail. Absolutely ever. not. Yeah. Right. Like, I think it's once again, driven by, you know, like archive pages or whoever, right. Who, it's just – I feel like I, – I hate to say it, but it is just another trend, right? Like it's yeah. it's something that – and this is what you've been saying, but it is something that's it's easy to do. And the fact that like paint-splattered Carhartt double knees from the 90s are going for $120 is just like actually ridiculous. It's oh. crazy.
2: If but you're paying $120 bucks for, for some pre-distressed Carharts, you are a mark. That is like <laughs> – so embarrassing that Guess is so many
1: <laughs> pairs i've sold at that price you're kidding me three i list them there with the intention of dropping them to like 60 just you know somebody's so gonna lowball the shit out of you yeah yeah Pop so i in. was like that's that's fine and so day one i listed everything and i was like i'll drop them tomorrow i woke up two of them had been purchased and i was like what is wrong with amazing
2: outrageous
0: daniel how much time do you have left
1: mm,
2: don't worry about it i think um let me see. I think uh I'll go another half hour or so.
1: Okay. Oh, let's go. We're confirmed more entertaining sure. than whatever sure. Daniel's learning in school. Yes. <laughs> oh, we are completely off the rails. Um, what? Who are some of your favorite designers, people that you see and you're like, I actually like what they're doing, sustainable or not, but who do you like?
2: Oh, my God. I have to think about it a little bit. Um, okay. I've been yeah. like a little bit – tuned out, to be honest, recently. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, very excited about Hater Ackerman. I think he makes clothing that isn't necessarily something that, it's, it's not necessarily clothing that I feel like would look good on my body, um, but I think some of the, the weaves and like the intricate patterns that he uses and sort of like a lot of his silhouettes really speak to me. I think I have not seen anybody make um, like, outerwear and like like outerwear tailoring as as well as he has recently Uh, so i was really excited about 2021 for him um i'm sort of following rick owens not because i really i don't wear that much rick owens but um i really like his design vocabulary i like like the way that he plays with old silhouettes and i thought that was you know 2021 show was pretty exciting there did you guys have any uh standout
1: 2021s uh awesome. i don't think that they can go wrong um you guys see Jun, I thought, J, Jun J? No, what was mm-hmm. their stuff? It was kind
2: of like like uh it's like a bastard child of like techware archive. But but it's cool. It's like really neat color palette. Uh really consistent uh design vocabulary there. Like you would like take a look at one piece in their collection, you know where it's from. I like okay. that one a lot.
0: Cool. Again,
2: maybe not something that I'm going to purchase or add to my closet, but
1: I have a joke. You said, hater Ackerman, how the fuck are you wearing $1,400 worth of clothing and you're hating on me. I'm going to call you hater Ackerman.
2: Hater Ackerman. You can put that one on your main page. I will.
1: Or you sorry, the podcast
2: page. page. <laughs> you could have fooled me. Yo, so I'm shadow banned right now on Instagram. You, you nice, go in and you type, getting... type in, come bigger songs. It's for bullying dream Ye.
1: Which I feel like is warranted. He has people. I thought it was funny. His... I thought it was really funny. It was funny. I like it's... (laughs) he has he has kids writing these horrendous articles for like next to no class i don't know about like people buying things i just read some of their articles sometimes like this sucks
2: you know what when i made that post um, just for for your listeners that don't follow me there's a post about uh just archived being a sort of like a daddy's money you know like la kid Mm -hmm. project sort of like a you know, it's like a passion project. They're not like really, I don't think they're making any money. I mean, they have like fucking six pieces of clothing that they rent out or whatever. Um, But anyway, it was just like this stupid little post I made about that. And also insinuating that maybe their workplace environment wasn't that great. Um, And I heard it from a couple different people, um, but I really didn't pay it that much attention. After I posted that, I had like Seven, eight people reach out to me and be like, Yeah, I've heard their work environment is terrible. You know, like and I even had a couple people who worked for them be like, Thanks for posting that, man. I felt so shitty working for them. I felt like so awful, like they they were really like terrible to work with. And then I just like didn't feel bad at all. So when Dream messaged me, <laughs> I had to I had to get him, you know, I had to bully him a little bit and then Zing. I that think was
1: he, a fantastic dunk I have it was to say. so fucking good you can like, <laughs> dragon told me okay for again for those who don't know dreamy messages daniel and says hey like take that down like what did he say exactly it was like take that down no he said he said, like said do
2: you have a dragon? second do you have a second to talk about the post that you made about me
1: yeah and i,
2: I mean i was gonna ignore it you know but <laughs> i don't know
1: yeah, Daniel says, Yeah, Dragon told me everything. And Dreamy obviously took the bait and said, Who's dragon? Dragon <laughs> is nuts <laughs> across your face. <laughs> what was the response
2: to that? He completely he didn't say shit. He he was just like, I think you're insinuating some like really foul stuff and like none of that is true. And I really want to like have a conversation with you. Um and at that point I kinda checked out because I don't really care. <laughs> I got I like, got a lot of other stuff to do and um uh, I felt like after that dunk, I really had nothing more to say for myself.
0: Yeah, retired in mean, the league.
1: Yeah, you I mean, like Andre Drummond. He's uh, who did he poster?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't think of Andre Drummond postering people.
1: Ugh, God damn it! Was it uh, Andre Drummond? Yeah, Serge Ibaka. He like posted pretty well. Okay.
0: It's been pair of King sports corner. Thank you everyone for tuning yeah. in. Are you are
1: you a, are you a about- Bulls fan, Daniel?
2: I, I was just about to say, do not ever talk about sports with me on on the pod. Never you can more. talk about MMA with me. I follow that, but I don't watch any sports. I don't care about any sports. I didn't even know the Super Bowl was on Sunday until somebody <laughs> uh, somebody told me about it. They're like, yeah, you want to go watch the Super Bowl? And I was like, oh, that time of year again, huh? Totally checked out. I don't do that stuff.
0: Do you think one of the Paul brothers will beat Conor McGregor? That would Wait, is he, I don't has know. he agreed to that? Um. I think it's probably going to happen just with this yes. no way. They're all going to make a ton of money from it. So It's one of the most
2: disgraceful things to happen to the sport of boxing. Yeah, it's
0: like, going to be like,
2: that's going to be like the most paid match maybe next to McGregor Mayweather. Right. Yeah. But I feel like the Mayweather uh, event sort of had this um, legitimacy lent to it by the fact that, you know, Floyd Mayweather, one of the great, like is such a good boxer is sort of, you know, he's like in the ring with Connor. Um, yeah. The, the Connor Paul brother boxing match would be a pure, pure meme. That's another instance of de-virtualization, right? Like that's not something that would happen. It's like something that existed online in like this, the online sphere that seems to have sort of seeped into our actual reality that we're living in.
0: Yeah. Gosh. Young Lean's a boxer now. What? Really? Yeah. His, his is for like mental health and just staying active but uh he has his first professional boxing or maybe it got canceled because of covid but
2: it's wait like, young lean has a professional boxing match up. yeah
0: yep what in sweden
2: Jeez, that's cool
0: i watched the young lean documentary last night it was amazing highly recommend for anyone who has ever heard of young lean but anyways daniel Reading through our list of questions trying to figure out what we can still ask
2: you yeah I mean you you guys got to like five do you ever finish all twenty five questions I feel like if you finish all 25 questions that means your guest was boring right
0: <laughs> like if sometimes you get everything it, they go really fast like it obviously mm. depends on the guest schedule and stuff like that but it's nice to get some articulation around the answer instead of just the answer itself
1: yeah there
0: um Here's a good one. Saul wrote this one, but I'm going to ask it. What dance trend, if a gun was put to your head, do you confidently think you could do to a point where someone wouldn't pull the trigger? Oh, shit. Dance trend. Like TikTok dance trend? Any dance could be, trend. It could be throwback. Could be the Could duggy. be like the Dougie. Yeah. Soldier boy.
2: Dude, you're asking the wrong guy. I don't think I could do anything. I think I'd die in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would, just, I would just die. I might try to shuffle. Okay. Been listening to a lot of LMFAO recently.
0: Let's go! I had an LMFAO phase like a month ago. Yeah,
2: dude, it's Did fucking crazy. You know their crazy. uncle and nephew. Yeah, it's sky That's blue and, and red. Foo. Have you looked at seen their music videos? Yes. They pop. Day. They pop in a way that they could like. Music videos don't pop anymore.
0: I kind of want to learn how to shuffle. It just seems like a fun form of dance. We can do it in Chicago.
2: We can learn. Okay. We can we'll learn shuffle to shuffle together.
0: Take FitPix wearing. Yeah.
2: Hell yeah. With shutter shades, neon shutter shades and tap out shirts.
0: Let's see how good uh, designer cowboy boots are for shuffling.
1: I
2: would guess very bad, right? Yeah. Not so good.
1: Okay. Daniel, why do you think that you're better than everybody else? Or as I should phrase this question, why do you not like video games?
2: Oh my God. Listen, video video games are like the worst hobby ever. And I say this because I feel like there's nothing I can think of that's as much of a time sink that gives you the least, you know, sort of like applicability in the, in real life. And like, I'm not even really the type of person that feels like every activity that you do needs to lead to something. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't see people who are movie buffs, like missing classes and like spiraling into like a bender of watching movies. You know, you don't see people who are like, Fashion buffs, um, <laughs> like <laughs> missing out on meals and stuff so that they can buy more clothes. I, I just think video games are like the most base way to just trigger, you know, like human um, dopamine circuits. And it's so easy to just fall into that. And part of the reason I hate it so much is that I love to play games. I love like computer games and stuff like that. And I just have to categorically reject any sort of like, video game for my life because i know it'll completely you know consume my entire being for you know days and days on end
1: i, guess I that's a fact. fair take yeah. yeah yeah for
2: sure you said I you gonna- the
0: um like i had a i remember when i was in high school a kid his parents would let him stay home from school for a couple of days every november when the new call of duty came out
2: <laughs> oh my god that's that's so bad that's a what do you think they did to his psyche
0: i know like allowing the child like no we'll uh we'll call it in he was conveniently sick like first week of november every year was he good at least he went to like halo tournaments back in the day that's kind of cool i think i didn't know him super well but you know good for him but you know gaming hour Saul and i talk about video games a lot on the Mm. podcast um Saul plays League of Legends which doesn't really count as a video game um it's more just a mental health drainer
1: yeah I need to keep my my happiness in check sometimes honestly
0: I play Dark Souls now so I'm kind of in the same boat
1: yeah I wake up sometimes I'm like yeah feeling feeling a little bit too happy let me go get called the n-word by a 13 year old on the internet for 45 minutes uh that person's going to be on my team I'm gonna have to work with them and, and
2: then because there's going to be speaking a foreign language to me.
1: <laughs> okay, Daniel. Who you we were talking in the DMs before. You said you wanted to talk about selling out. Who is sold out and why is Dude, that bad? I don't
2: want to talk about other people selling out. I guess we already talked about uh merch and stuff like that. I'm talking about when are you guys going to sell out?
1: And and
0: so when are you going to sell out? We don't want to be we want to stay independent cuz like we've heard horror stories from throwing fits being signed to barstool and like call her daddy and stuff like that i mean i are we gonna get that big it's unlikely but even if we were to and like being stifled and being told like oh you have to release this this and this so i have a great relationship um where we figure out what we're doing on the fly kind of um and we've we've done that for the last year so. Seems to have
2: worked out pretty well for you. You don't yeah, want to be under good. the barstool thumb. Yeah, for sure. But that's not even it. I mean, I think one interesting thing is that fashion is like, in my mind, it's split up into three groups of people. There's super rich people who sort of just like absorb, consume. You don't even need to be rich, I guess. I can take that restriction off of there. Just like people who are consuming the clothes. And then there's people who are sort of like in the in fashion, like in fashion design, like doing textile work or actually, you know, like constructing clothing. But then there's this third class of of person who makes fashion related media. So fashion editorial work or fashion podcasts. And you sort of do, you know, once you get to a certain point, you need to ally yourself with some sort of movement. I don't know, like you need, you need to have some takes that aren't completely out of left field. You need to sort of um, go along with what's going on in the fashion world and so i wonder you know what's it going to take to get you guys you know like are you just going to be on board with whatever whatever comes to you i don't want like you guys 30
1: a month from the first bidder
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> patreon <I don't> <laughs> wait do you guys not have a patreon
0: not K, baby we gotta get you're gonna hit 10k and sure. you're gonna monetize
2: what's your uh, episode structure gonna be like are you gonna re- re- release stuff that only oh, patrons cool. can access
0: we we're gonna we we're gonna talk about that but um we're thinking you know any guests come on for a second time it's gonna be a patreon episode and uh we'll know them better at that point it'll feel more natural stuff like that makes sense uh, we'll, we'll figure it out we might do a little flip flop in here and there get get it right but uh it all depends also on if people actually want to subscribe because if we have no one in the patreon that doesn't make sense to I'll throw you some money in
2: the Patreon. I would totally subscribe I would to to
0: do like account. monthly raffles, so like one person every month has their entire year paid for, basically, by giving something away.
2: Oh, that's good. That's really great. I like that. Yeah, I think the Patreon model is great for for anyone who's trying to do a podcast. It's just like gives you this autonomy that you probably wouldn't have otherwise. I can't imagine working for Barstool Sports.
1: Yo, you don't want to work for Dave Portnoy, notorious, misogynist, <laughs> and racist? uncancelable Dave like... Portnoy?
0: I remember the TF boys, when they switched over from Failing Upwards, they said as of like week one, they would make more money a month than they did a year working at Barstool.
1: Oh, like, uh, like you just with Patreon?
0: From Patreon. You just got to believe in your listeners. Like if you have a listener base, that's going to be so much better than signing to anybody.
2: You guys have such a great, like dedicated listener base. We're I, I'm very sure thankful. That like,
0: and they're the I'm homies sure. too. Like we've become friends with Hell so yeah. many of them. Yeah. We're very, very lucky to like have met all these from around the world. It's crazy. Like last time I checked, we had listeners in 110 or comp- er, countries.
1: That's insane. I didn't know that. That's nuts. Yeah.
0: Well, how
2: many, how many, um, how many monthly listeners do you guys have?
0: Um, let me check. Are we able to see monthly listeners? I think so. It's in the thousands, which is good. Like considering we have nine thousand followers, it's not going to be in the I mean, ten thousand. Put
1: it this way, we. Have I'm talking episodes... individual listeners,
0: not all everything combined, because everything combined yeah. we're in the five figures every month.
1: It's really nice because we are getting now listens. Like our episodes would be up for like three or four weeks, and they would get the listens that we get now in two days. In and like, that was last season in two. like 12 hours yeah
0: that's it's crazy. really cool it's um, grown exponentially we get like listens, I, I love bringing this up in the entire month of february last year that's about how many listens we get in half an hour after an episode releases now which is we crazy. also crazy. probably
1: lost a ton of listeners our our yeah third most listened episode was our first one which was recorded on like gaming headsets the audio quality
0: was like Crunchy yeah, the first shit. episode sucks and it's our third most listened to episode.
2: I wonder why. Ugh. Yeah, so how many how many meme accounts have you had on the podcast? I feel like we haven't even talked about memes. Uh
0: yeah, we haven't really talked about your page. Right? We, haven't talked, we haven't talked about anything meme related.
1: What do you think about the 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 world of fashion memes? Do you think it's dying? Like
0: fuck how could there ever be another out? fashion meme account made? Are we, are we I, good? No, like I'm, I'm so close
2: more, to, uh, I'm close to checking out myself. It's like, I feel like Sisyphus every morning, just rolling <laughs> the boulder up the hill, having to crank out new content. I think mean, you can tell like my content that's inspired and content that's not inspired, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I it just has been feeling a lot less relevant to me recently. It never really felt particularly relevant in the first place. Sure. Um, I've never taken my own stuff all that seriously, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm seeing less funny stuff created, uh, myself included. Um, I hope to see a shift away from Instagram as a platform in general.
0: Where Where are they going to go, though?
1: Our TikTok is growing so so fast. We're I already. Need to, at I need to make a TikTok.
0: You, need to you shouldn't.
2: You shouldn't do it. You really so, should. I, mean, really I should need, save I need to make
0: a single TikTok on the oh podcast. for the Pair of Kings podcast. Not yeah, like become a TikTok creator. No, that'd be the worst. Okay good yeah no i'm know.
1: gonna uh, i'm gonna join the ranks of elite tiktok stars and uh i i'm not actually gonna do this take this a the of salt. apparently a bunch of the top tiktok creators like groom people um there was one i right. forget her name but she's like 20 or 19 she was like making out with a 12 or 13 year old what that's yeah. awful let me look up her name hold on 19 year old tiktok star 13 year old um, yep, Zoe Laverne apologized. 19 year old TikTok star apologized for kissing a 13 year old boy.
0: What and she That's is so creepy
1: remaining in contact with him,
2: you know? Uh, Macron, the this is he like the French,
0: the French prime minister, yeah, president, the, yeah, prime yeah. minister,
2: whatever the hell? He met his wife when he was in high school, he was like 16 or something like that. She was like 30, uh, 35. She was his teacher.
1: Bro, and you're her. a victim, bro. <laughs> for
2: real. What Goodness is this? Gracious. Yeah. No, forget that, though. Um, TikTok is definitely not where I see people moving. I don't know. I, I'm just hoping for, like, a better model of social media, a better mm-hmm. model of, like, kind of having a community online. I really like Discord. I think that's been pretty cool.
0: Yeah, if um, you find a good one.
2: far as those go? Mm-hmm. I think I like it more because you can have a discord. Really, you can curate it however you want. I like discord groups with just friends. Um, It's been important during the pandemic. I don't know. I'd like to see a a move away from like the feed model. Um, I don't know if that's happening anytime soon, but Instagram, I think has just proven itself to, it it incentivizes just the worst type of content creation, Mm -hmm. just the most sterile you know like easy um easy to create easy to sort of like blend in with the rest of of content creators um and also their new censorship is totally fucking me like i said i'm shadow banned right now you can't bully people anymore you barely can swear i have a theory that if you swear in your post it it like doesn't show up in the in the feed that
1: happens on tiktok too you have to like cross out any word that might have Anything to do explicit or else you're That's that's it.
2: where Twitter is king right Yeah oh my god you can do whatever the hell should you
1: want Should we just switch over to Twitter
0: and just start being really <laughs> Our toxic? Twitter's popping people forget about The pair of kings Twitter I've
2: I'm never sure. had a Twitter I, I've always been kind of reluctant um, But I think that's the coolest Social media right now that's where I should move
0: And it's quiet know. Like for our for the fashion community Twitter's very quiet It's unexplored it? territory hmm. Well,
2: maybe we should make a great, a great exodus to uh, Everyone from Instagram to fashion Twitter.
1: Going
0: to the Twitter. thing
1: with Twitter, though, is you you lose that like contingent of like younger kids who just have like meme group chats, and they'll just send stuff. Facts,
2: facts. Kids, well, young kids, don't want to go on Twitter. It's not safe. They're scared. For them. They're scared. Scary ass. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like memes to me. It's like. Memes to me are like an extension of like the Instagram fashion community at large, uh, which is very Instagram fashion is very male. <laughs> I feel like it's yeah. like a, obsessed with categorizing and and sort of like this good that not good that kind of thing. I recognize my own complicity in like setting up those hierarchies, but um, it's not fun at all, right? You know, you see I have these a people.
1: You think so, had a really um, good time. yeah, I've gotten to meet some really cool people, like you and That's you true. that's true.' That's true. You the community is really
0: cool like the people I mean feel that. like
1: having having the podcast has been really great for continuing making memes because we get mm-hmm. to meet so many people and like have these fun conversations. I think yeah. if it was just John and I doing it and we didn't have any like the payoff at least for me, is like doing the podcast and getting to talk and hang out, mm-hmm. right. Um, if we didn't have that, I think I'd start going a little bit nuts.
2: Yeah. And and listen, I'm I'm not talking about, I don't think that all of Instagram fashion is whack. I I just think that like the way that people want to consume that content, it prioritizes a very, I don't know, like categorization, heavy, sort of like, um, you know, it's, it's very divorced from real, you know, experiences with clothing, you know, you're, you're putting on your clothes for your Instagram, you're taking a picture. Um, but there's lots, of, you know, there's lots of fashion community that exists offline or exists in like a different space, um, and I think I would prefer that to Instagram fashion. I don't know. You see these people who are obsessed with like knowing product codes and stuff like that, and like knowing exactly where each piece is from and all the history behind it. It's like, man, I, I don't have time for that. I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> you know, I, like I work on like math all day. I don't want to even think <laughs> about anything remotely intellectual when i'm thinking about my hobbies or you know, anything else and i'm also kind of like moving away from i still like clothes right i still like really enjoy watching fashion shows and i i like buying select pieces but i'm kind of in like a design crisis myself i'm uh trying to gain weight i'm almost 200 pounds right now boys i'm like big right now i'm bulking i've been eating tons of food i've been lifting almost every day nice um, and none of my old clothing fits me anymore okay. <laughs> like yeah i can barely fit into anything i'm uh, i'm planning on slimming down in a little bit but for the okay. time being it's it's like sweats and jeans are and, you
0: doing like a bulk yeah, cut cycle going for summer shred? yes okay.
2: yeah i am going for summer shred i want to actually be carved out of wood this summer honestly you know what you guys i give you full permission come i'd say august because i got started a little late come august you have my permission to ask for a progress pick I'll go full, full frontal nudity. Right, so are you
0: expecting uh, like etchy chad levels of... No,
2: no, I, I can't do that either. That's too, that's too intense, but I want to be strong. I want to be big. I want to look like Brad Pitt.
1: Nice. In what movie, though?
2: In Fight Club. Tyler Did you Durden. know that
1: in um, Oceans 11 and 12, so George Clooney was supposed to be the hot one, and so they made Brad Pitt eat in every single scene? to like distract from how attractive he is. And now he's just worked it into like a character, like, thi- like with all of his characters, he's constantly eating in any of the movies that he plays.
0: That is fascinating. That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah.
2: I did not know that.
0: Brad Pitt, come on the pod.
2: Let's, talk. <laughs> oh, let's go. I love Brad Pitt. He's so cool. I was watching like, um, old or like early two thousands. Um, action movies recently i've seen a bunch of i don't know i've seen anything with brad Pitt in. i've seen like i just watched the departed again i watched the italian job crazy. again
1: oh well, you're trying to convert to being italian that makes sense yeah
2: yeah dude these movies do not hold up when's the last time you saw the departed
1: the departed i watched I, it the other the other month it was pretty good are you serious oh man yeah, i can't I, do I really it enjoyed
2: anymore it. it's so bad it's like it's like um First of all, like anything with Mark Wahlberg basically didn't oh, hold yeah. up. Just like yes. <laughs> Um But you then with the like, action uh, movies.
1: You know he's super like bigoted, right? Like he has a past of when he was in the funky yeah, bunch of, man. Like, stomping people out for being like of color. Jeez.
2: Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um but even yeah, I don't know, like all of those movies to me, like I go back and watch that and I just it's all so fucking cringe. Um spy movies particularly, like <laughs> I love, like, I used to love, like, Mission Impossible series. You know what I mean? But
1: those go so hard. What about, um, like, about Spy Fast Kids and the Furious? It's
2: the same. It's Spy Kids 2 rocks. Spy Kids 2 held, uh, held up. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, if you go back and, and watch those movies, I feel like it's the same plot over and over again. You've got, like, a happy-go-lucky sort of, like, charismatic man who – also is like really tough and like has a ton of action stuff and maybe he doesn't want to do a certain job but then he gets pulled into it or something like that you and you've son
1: got, of a bitch you've I... got like a
2: you've got like a hot girl who you don't know if she's a good good character or not like she's on a good side or not uh and you've got like a dude who it's he's either does computers or he does bombs <laughs> it's like the two That's eleven. Yeah, uh, and the Italian job, and like I don't know, all these fucking movies. And then you've got like a a dorky guy who's like the sidekick guy, and then you've got like an old dude who's the mentor. But I don't know, I've been fast, I like fantasizing about making my own film. It's the same kind of cast, um, and it's like you know your happy-go-lucky guy. You got your your broad. You got your. Uh,
1: can you I know, be the broad?
2: Nerdy best friends. You could be the broad, and then instead of you know like some foiling some harebrained terrorist scheme they just go and they topple a third world democratically elected leader <laughs> it's like that's like it's like we the CIA crash,
1: we crash the inauguration but in decent fits this time
2: yeah that's good we just refused to leave <laughs> American coup
1: oh wait can Ella Emhoff be our broad no
2: no 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 I thought you were gonna be the broad if you're not gonna do it I'm gonna be the broad
1: I'll be the bomb guy
2: I'm getting into uh I'm trying to get into dresses. Um Ooh. I really like the idea of having like a like a nice feminine dress and then contrasting it with like I don't know like being being a, a big kind of cool. hairy hairy Italian man.
1: You're not Italian yet, all right? Not yet. Have you been to the motherland? Yeah. Listen, I
2: really I really don't want to hear it. I really do not <laughs> want to hear it. Have you been
1: to the motherland? Yeah. I'm I'm not, but I'm going
2: to. I'm gonna go to Italy. The second
1: um, you go to Italy, you lose your chance to be an Italian American. No Italian American has ever been to Italy.
2: That's so fucking true. That's actually an issue. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I should just go to New Jersey instead.
1: Exactly. That's how you do it. Okay.
2: Pilgrimage yeah. to New Jersey. <laughs> and I still need to meet, you know, like the mother of my children, who's going to be, you know, like this Italian princess that's going to save me from. You know, my is there an Italian life. dating site? There probably is. There's a dating site for everything.
0: Weenies only. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god. Well, looking through the list of questions, not finding a ton left. Pick um,
2: one more, and then uh, then we can do uh, the end of the end of the podcast stuff, and I'll be out of your hair.
0: Okay. We've already done the door question. We've talked about the door.
2: I actually never answered that.
0: Oh, you did it. Well, Daniel,
2: Gishon maybe said something about the door.
0: All right. I had a year to eat a door hinges and doorknob included. Do you think I'm going to stop you there? It, if so, I don't how? even need a year, man.
2: You put a door in front of me and if I need to do it, I'll do it. I'll just take a big old bite. Start with one big bite. Just take a big bite <laughs> of that wood, chew it up, swallow it. i will look you in the eyes the whole time
0: <laughs> and I'll
2: just keep going, <laughs> you know, just keep going. Just like eating, taking big bites of the door. Um, I think it would probably take me, you know, around a week or something it's like bulking that.
1: bulking season. You got that done yeah. in like three and a half days. So yeah.
2: fiber, right? Yeah. The real problem is the knob. That's a real issue. Are,
0: yeah, it's an issue.
2: Were I a goat, I could maybe take, you know, handle that. They chew on tin cans and stuff, but uh, maybe like melt it down into little pellets or something
0: like Perfect. that.
1: There you go. Yeah. I love that you guys had too. one question to
2: ask, and you asked the fucking door question. That's That's a good podcast. question.
1: You have to end it that way. Also, song yeah. of the week. <laughs> yeah, we'll
2: do song, song of the week, week too. But you know. oh shit! What did I say last time? I had two last time. I had a Gucci Mane song last time.
0: You Swing did. My... I
1: don't remember what it was. I don't I recall. Could go look, but good God. The song. The it.
2: song was "Swing My Door" by Gucci Mane. I'm gonna actually. Wrap up with a second swing. My door. It's gonna be "Swing My Door" by RX Nephew. That's gonna be my song of the week.
0: Okay, okay.
2: I'll double up there. I have more songs on your playlist than any other guest. I've got three on there.
0: Jeez.
1: I technically wait. uh, Nick Crippen uh, made a eighty-seven song playlist of every single like cover of Africa by Toto. Yeah, uh, including the Minecraft ones. The Minecraft
0: one. Yeah, he has like. He added like three hours of music to the playlist. Who is this man? Founder of Deadstock Report. The reason this podcast exists.
2: And he polluted your playlist like
0: that? No, 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 no. We kept them Nick. separate. There's only oh, okay.
2: one.
1: Yeah. I would, I would never say that um, 87 plays of various, there's like a ska cover, there's a reggae cover of Africa by Toto is ever polluting a playlist. That's a blessing and a half.
2: I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you there. <laughs> Did you see that art installation? It was like a, a speaker that played Africa by Toto in Africa in the middle of the desert.
1: Ooh, that seems a little insensitive.
2: It's solar, solar powered. Why is it insensitive? It's, it's, you know, it's in Africa. The song's called Africa.
1: It just seems like some white dude who's like making money off of that and just going to be I, like, guys, look how smart I am.
2: I think that's exactly right. But um, it plays forever. Over and over. On Are these. you serious? Yeah, take a look. John,
1: can we pod in front of the Africa, Africa yes.
0: speaker?
2: If Go you ahead. guys ever decide to do that, I'd like to come to Africa sure. as well. Bear of Kings it's World a-
0: Tour coming soon. Patreon. <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll Have fun. you guys ever done a live event? Saul and I never met.
2: This, this pandemic is like a ch- your your podcast is a child of the pandemic.
0: Actually, we started right before, but it was very convenient timing considering we can just stay inside. And Saul and I it's a podcast born out of long distance because we've never met each other.
2: Imagine what the, the chemistry is going to be like when you're actually in the studio together. None. Just a couple, couple. None. We're going yeah. to hate each
0: other. Just the body language. I'm going to see Solomon like, this guy sucks. It's the same energy of the dude
1: that's like, yo, where are the hose at? Where are the hose at? And then the hoes come and he's standing in a corner. in the corner. <laughs> same thing. On his phone.
0: We're <laughs> yeah. both going to be in separate corners on our phones texting each other. <laughs> Yo, who the fuck is this act. guy who just walked in? What the fuck? Who's this dude? I, I lied about my height. I'm actually like like 5'3. Shout out to all the short
2: kings. That, that is what I've been hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm not cool. tall.
0: But big shout out to all the short kings. No disrespect.
2: A lot of short kings out there that deserve respect in the world.
0: Absolutely, yeah. there is.
2: Also, shout out to all the short girls. Any yeah. girl under 5'2, shout out.
1: Why in particular under 5'2? Because my mom. My mom. Oh, okay. You gotta get a really, really small Italian woman with a gigantic personality. Like four yeah. foot six. <laughs>
2: I can't do four foot six. That's like a legal
1: midget, right? How tall
2: is Snooky?
0: Uh, I want to we should know ten. this. We're American. 4'10. Uh,
1: Snooky is 4'8. 4'8.
0: 4'8. That's not that far off. I think I was 4'8 in second grade.
2: But <laughs> is that tall? That is tall for a second grader. You're big yeah. as hell in second grade. I hit fourth grade. This, um,
0: that was my biggest accomplishment in elementary school.
2: Were you fucking? People were like, damn, you're tall as hell. You're were fucking. you
0: fucking in fourth grade? I
2: was not. Uh, I used to work at this summer camp, man. And there was this kid who was uh, so big. He was like in fifth grade. I think he must have been, you know, five, six
1: a or what? five four
2: or something like that. What? Maybe not even. Maybe he was just like five feet tall. He's biggest fuck. He's like fifth grade, and he was bulky. You know, a lot of the time those kids will be like tall but scrawny. Beautiful. Yeah. And his he had such bad anger management issues, and I saw and that a couple kids, times. His
1: Zion Williamson. He grew up to be <laughs> LeBron
0: James.
2: <laughs> no, dude. He what he would do is he would be acting out, and people would be trying to, uh, you know, discipline him. Like, <laughs> you know, but it's like it's basically a grown man. Um. So I I saw a couple of, um you know, like younger women who were counselors, like 15 year old women who would like go and try and get this kid to behave. And I saw him fucking like literally suplex a girl one time it was crazy. I mean, I was just like, I didn't know. I kind of laughed about it because I was, you know, 18 or something like that. So it was Was literally
1: by chance, like a, like a title belt hanging off of a nearby tree and a ladder.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No way. I mean, he deserved that for sure. I mean, even when I had to restrain him, I was a little, I was small when I was like 17 or 18, I was like 135 pounds or something like that. If I had to restrain this kid, I'd have to like I jiu him one time. I really, like, I put him in a, put him in a little chokehold. He's big, and he's strong, and, and, you know, like, you never know what he can get up to. He's, like, kick and stomp and, like, headbutt and stuff like that.
1: How was camp today, Jonathan? Oh, it was okay. I uh, I suplexed a female counselor until uh, Daniel came over and put me in a sleeper hold. I blacked out for five to six minutes, but a good dude, day altogether. Shout-out to Camp
2: Shalom in Middleton, Wisconsin. I got fucking fired, man. I got he fired was from it was. I am Jewish, and uh, the kid, no, I don't dude, know who's the kid. Jewish. I know yeah, yeah, a bear Jew.
1: <laughs> let's go.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's go, big Jewish boys. Not Jewish for very long, though. Soon <laughs> soon I'll convert. I don't know what the number of Italian Jews in the world is. It's got to be relatively small, right?
1: You got to gatekeep that community.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Italian Jewish community. I feel like they're at odds with each other, like in New York. You got to pick one. You can't be both.
1: This is like Gangs of New York. You're going to start something. <laughs>
2: Oh,
0: yeah. All right. John, well,
1: song of the week. We need yours. We need all right.
0: Mine. My song of the week. Uh, a buddy of mine from college just came out with an album yesterday, and it slaps. It's really good. Uh, his name is Sado. P-S-E-D-O. And hold on. My Spotify isn't loading. Got to get to the, the track itself. Um, is just... it
1: called Progress? Is that That's the, name the of album. album. Okay.
0: Hold on. My there Spotify is not loading.
1: Disclaimer, we, Boss, Wet, Ops, Shallow, Arrogance, IJW, For Us, Old Ties, Mistaken Reality, and Old high.
0: Ties. Old Ties. There it is, is. It goes so crazy. I mean, a lot of the tracks, I mean, all the tracks are great, but uh, Old Ties was like, I could see that making charts. It's so good. Cool. But shout out to my, my good friend, Matt. He put out a slapper of an album. Saul, how about you? Wrap us up.
1: Uh, I got a classic, Kate Bush, Running Up That Hill. And in parentheses, A Deal With God. Yeah, Great the song. rules. Good shit. It's, it's such a good song. Kate Bush, like consistent bangers.
2: Dude, I have a story about the first time I ever listened to Kate Bush. I, was, I went to a party okay. and no one had showed up. There's like four people there. And this dude who was, his house was like the house that the party was at. He's just kind of sitting on the couch. I think it was kind of a bummer. I mean, everyone was bummed out because it totally flopped. And he was like, well, you've got Kate Bush on vinyl. You want me to put it on? And I was like, yeah, I mean, guess so. Amazing.
1: Great party. Nice. That sounds like great a great time. Party.
0: Great party. Yeah, we like slapper, man.
1: So, Daniel, before we head out, take some time, send some shout-outs, show some love to people. Where can the people find you? It's um, personal –
2: you can follow me on Instagram at Come to Garcons, or if you want to show the personal some love, it's at Wisconsin Death Trip. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other shout-outs. I got when a shout dropping, out
1: Dropping when are you dropping Wisconsin Death Trip merch?
2: <laughs> um, just keep um, stroking my ego. You know, slap the like on the picture, save my post, that kind Your of thing. Your FitPix are great. Um, yeah, thank you. I do. I do take a lot of pride in the FitPix. Um, but yeah, I mean. I think all I need is, you know, five, 6,000 more followers. um, Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll clean up the feed a little bit and I'll come out. I swear I'll come out with some really good, it's going to be a really good clothing line. Listen, it's going to be sustainable. um, And like a lot of the silhouettes, they might be familiar from places you've seen before, but really it's all from the heart. Um, Yeah, and, and it's going to be, you know, like, it's not like I'm just trying to ride the social media wave. Like, I really actually believe in the clothes that I'm going to be coming out with uh, for my merch. So I, I really can't wait to share that with all of you friends, all of my social media friends, all of the people who follow me who are who are my friends that I, I care about and love a lot and want in my community.
0: Beautiful. There definitely aren't people That's so that you're using. Yeah. You know. What a guy. <laughs>
1: But thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you again, Daniel. You saved this week. This is actually really fun. We kind of wrote up questions. I don't even think we got to any of them.
0: We got to, we got the, to the big ones.
1: Yeah, we had fun. I, this was genuinely a really good time. feels like oh, yeah. I'm, I'm we talking appreciate. with two old friends.
0: Yeah, thank Hello. you for, for hopping in. Yeah. Not our last podcast. We'll do one for the Patreon. Regular occurring segment, Daniel Daniel Takes yeah i'll come back yeah, i'll come can, back in a few years and when you guys are
2: people. i would do i don't know i'm not actually a mean guy i don't actually like to bully but um, i
1: think i'm not a mean guy either i think there are some people in the community that need some some
0: we're some not light bully. guys we're meme guys <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: You there's some people in the community who need to you know little. Hey, like slap down on a the wrist yeah can you um could you name some names <laughs>
1: Uh, honestly. I'm just, joking, need- I'm just joking. I'm
2: just joking. I'm just joking. You don't need to. Okay.
1: Do <laughs> Wait, were you gonna say somebody? Yeah.
0: John, could you beat this part hold out? Hold on. Hold on. Let me. <laughs> okay. I'll mark the. I'll mark the spot. Okay. We're good.
1: Please. I like. I see I- them in comment sections. Like, <laughs> just shut the fuck up. Nobody has any. Any fucking viability to what you say, John, like unbleep this part, but those people suck. I really hate them anyway. Um, right, thank you so much to everybody 151,
0: for 151. <laughs> Saul goes turbo.
1: <laughs> thank you so much to everybody for joining. As always, I am Saul Thompson on Instagram at Saul Thompson. Joined each and every week by my lovely co host,
0: I'm John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom.
1: And we are joined this week in particular by none other than Daniel of Come De Garçon or. At Wisconsin Death Trip, thank you again, Daniel. This has been an absolute blast.
2: Yeah, we thanks, are you guys. It's fun together, to be
1: here. we are together, and. I guess for the foreseeable future, pair of Kings podcast where twice a week, every week we are bringing you business as usual. Tom fuller is planned. You can find us on Instagram at pair of Kings pod on Twitter at pair of Kings pod on TikTok at pair of Kings pod. You can email us at pair of Kings pod at gmail.com. Do not hesitate to reach out. We honestly do love talking. Mm-hmm. Um, Add us in the people. discord
0: at Daniel and in the, in the discord, all that yeah. good stuff. Come be
1: a part of a community, <laughs> chop it up. Just uh, meet some Come. like-minded people who aren't going to judge you for not wearing Rick Owens. Um, but thank you so much to everybody for listening. We hope to see you again. Thank you again for joining and have a great Thursday. So what's your new
0: outro? Oh
1: yeah, I, I did remember. I was just going to do it for boys episodes, but you should like what you wear and wear what you like.
0: Cheese.